Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, this is going to be a quick one today on this Friday. I know everyone's getting ready for the weekend, but I've noticed some things going on out there in the world, and I was trying to really wrap my head around how someone could be like that. I uh, had put a picture of gas prices, just a picture, in California. It's hitting $6. No political comment, no personal comment. Didn't want to start in that. And it was amazing the comments I had. I, I even had people say, well, now we're just paying the same they have as in Europe. And I'm like, I was banging my head against the wall. We're not Europe, we're America. We've always been able to dig our own oil and export oil and keep oil prices low. Our economy is much better than Europe and always has been. We've rebuilt Europe's entire nation states twice. Um, for those looking into World War I and World War II, we were the ones that rebuilt them. So I was like, where would that come from? What mindset would that come from? What filter would you have to have to validate even bad things happen to you as long as you're happy with the current administration in Washington, D.C.? That you would defend that person no matter what, and if some other political party was in there, you would attack them no matter how good, how much good they were doing. I just couldn't understand that. Being a chiropractor, being a neurologist, I'm very, very objective. There are some subjective things that work its way into my practice, but I would say they're based on 30 years. Yes, I've been doing this 30 years, three decades of experience. So I wouldn't even call that, I would just call that educated subjective, you know, a more of a educated uh, guess where I've seen certain cases hundreds of times. And it would narrow my diagnostic focus. But objectively, when I'm doing tests and checking on patients and running them through maneuvers to see what they have, I just wait to see what the test shows. It's objective. Either this hurts or does not. Either you can feel this does not. Either the muscle's weaker is not. And what blows my mind is the lack of objectivity. And I'm like, wow. It makes no sense because that's not growing. Part of life is realizing things. We don't use the same minds. We don't have the same values. We shouldn't be processing the same way as when we were children. Middle school, high school, oh my goodness. You know, I was pretty smart in, in middle school, high school, college. But I'm glad I'm not processing with the same mindset. You know, I had to grow. I had to change. I had to have a growth mindset. Change happens all the time. And I'm. what blows my mind is some people are so adverse to change. It's like a C word. It's like a cuss word. That change would be so bad. I, I got newsflash. Every day you get up, you're one day closer to the grave. Every day you wake up out of your bed and get up, you're older. Your body systems either are weaker or if you're on the upright slope, if you're, you know, 25 to 15, you're getting better every day. You should be anyway. So what 
what gets me is that our physiology, our biology changes every day. But some people's mindsets do not. Some people want to be a victim their entire life, even though the victimhood ended 30, 40, 50 years ago. Some people hold on to being a champion. They remember that high school football game where they threw the winning touchdown pass with seconds left. Um, That was 40 years ago. What have you done for me lately? You know, you can't get out of your chair without a cane or aching or, or, you know, popping Advil. So I'm like, why are some people so adverse to change? Well, basically, and I'm just doing this off the cuff. Basically, it's the way our brain's wired. Our brains are wired for efficiency. Efficiency means um, efficient use, economical use of our resources. Glucose, neurotransmitters, neural connections, synapses, as we call them. You want to use as less, you want to use the lowest amount, that probably sounds better, you want to use the lowest amount of resources in your brain as possible. And once you get set into a pattern, whether that's your bad golf swing with a hook, you get locked into that because that becomes the most efficient way of doing things. And your brain, your nervous system, including your muscles, your tendons, everything you do, that makes that the most important and makes that the most efficient and makes that the default setting. That's why when you're like lifting or doing sports, we practice things over and over and over again to create a neurological habit. So when you're under stress and you're under pressure, your default is the most efficient way for you to do an activity. Uh, wow, that was a lot. That last two minutes was probably the worth the price of admission right there. So what does that mean for change? Well, that means as a human, well, actually most mammals, as As someone who has a central nervous system, your central nervous system will resist change for the negative or the positive. It will resist change. And as long as you're constantly practicing that loop, practicing that behavior to reinforce it, make it more efficient, that's what happens. Well, that's great if you have good habits, you have a great golf swing, you're a good parent, you're a good coworker, you're a beautiful neighbor. You're a loving child of God. But it doesn't, it doesn't work for everyone around you, and most likely yourself, if you're a jerk, if you're scared, if you have anxiety. Even though the anxiety and the depression or whatever may be unwarranted. So, Fred, how do I change my mindset? How do I start doing different things? You know, I can't be a champion bodybuilder. I can't be a champion track and field star. I can't be a champion powerlifter. I can't be a champion XYZ, fill in the blank. I'm terrible at accounting. I'm terrible at this. Well, that's because you have to do those things which you're weak at, and you do them over and over and over again. Repetitions. They always say repetition is the mother of skill. It is true. Over and over again. And if you're terrible at it, you do it more. Well, I'm overweight. Well, then you have to be reading books on dieting. You have to be, you know, looking at high-protein, low-carbohydrate cookbooks. You have to be talking to people that were successful in dieting. You need to be practicing in the kitchen, cooking, and making choices. You can't expect 
your nervous system, which is running one program for you to be weak, overweight, to run a new program, strong and healthy, lean and mean. There's no way. Well, I, I just don't understand. That is the way it goes. You cannot fantasize or wish, like our current generation or whoever's in Washington, D.C., wish for good things to happen. They have to be set upon. They have to be developed. They have to be instituted and corrected as the process goes. So how do we make these changes? How do we do these positive changes in our lives? Well, I'm just going to go over some things that I hope can uh, at least add to your uh, enlightenment here. The first thing is, is start looking why you would think something is impossible. Well, I can never figure this out. I hate this. I hate that. This is too hard. I can't do this. All the negatives. Well, stop those at all because it's not true because if other people can do it, you can do it too. It may take longer. You may have to get more coaches around you. You may have to take an extra class of coaching. You may have to, you know, reach out and use your peer group to get help. But if someone else can do it, you certainly can to a certain percentage. So just understand that you got to get rid of that. Just stop. You know, recognize your own limiting behaviors and just stop and start refraining from those thoughts and pick thoughts that even make sense. You know, how do I how do I get this change going? You know, well, try self-exploration. And that's that's a fancy word for introspection, which is also another fancy word. Start looking at yourself, dear diary. And you don't have the dear diary. I just get a yellow legal pad out and, and write down, oh, this has been going through my head this week. Get rid of this. I've been doing this at work. I've been doing this at home. Let's work on that. Just, you know, you could just do bullet points of what is holding you back. You have to be honest. Identify that mindset or those behaviors or those thoughts that come through. And then take action. My goal is, say, to be, you know, a top bodybuilder, a top professional, a good mom, a good parent. Make sure that is your goal. Because then you look for your behaviors all day long and make sure that you're aimed at that goal. If you're not aimed at that goal, you're going somewhere else. Constantly reflect. Constantly check in. Am I still going the same direction? Remember neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity, as we said in many podcasts, is the nervous system's ability to change once you start doing something. You do it enough, it will happen amazingly you will change your mindset you don't need to hold on to patterns that are holding you back are your thoughts and behaviors serving you or serving themselves your thoughts and behaviors should serve you so remember your brain can change stop stewing you know that's where you sit and it's like a stew and you just steep on all these negative things that have happened to you. You have to intentionally stop the negative party. Stop it. Even if, you, even if what you're thinking about is completely justified, it doesn't help. 
Yeah, the IRS. Yeah, your divorce. Yeah, your business collapsed. But sitting there at the bar crying in your beer doesn't do anything. And don't magnify something. You have all these little problems in your life. Don't make them bigger than they really are. Magnify the goodness if you want to do that, if you want to magnify something. Now, again, overreacting is common. That's, that's what you, we all do as humans. But stop it. Get rid of all or nothing thinking, black or white, zero or one. It's either this or this. There are so many shades of gray for success in between the two extremes. You know, well, you know, I can't throw that football well like Tom Brady. Well, you can throw it very well for a 40-year-old man to your kid. You have your 11-year-old kid. I can't swing and hit the baseball well. I, I'm just not going to be a pro baseball. But maybe you can be the best on your team. Focus on that. Get away from the all or nothing, the zero or one, black or white. The one thing I've learned in my almost 55 years here is there's just so many shades of gray that work for so many people and make them successful, passionate, happy, great human beings, great parents, great spouses and lovers and neighbors. Are you kidding me? But if I was stuck on all or nothing thinking, I would think, well, I don't know how they do that. Well, it's because you can't see it. You're stuck on zero one. You're not seeing the shades of gray. Stop assuming that you know the outcome before you even start the process. And yes, you should look, you should, as we did in our last podcast, talk about the possible outcomes. You should think about it. But don't assume they're all going to be negative if I try that. Don't do that at all. And then personalization. This is a big one. If something fails, do not personalize it and think, I am a failure. If something doesn't work out the way you want, do not personalize it and say, oh, I could never do this. It was one trial. It was one bad workout. It was one bad week at work. It was one argument with your spouse or your neighbor or your friend or family member. It doesn't mean the person's mean, evil, and it's always going to be like that. Stop the personalization and assuming. You'd be shocked when you just move on from something of how someone will react to you. Because a lot of people are still holding on to negative conversations that happened years ago, which makes no sense. I bet you can't even remember the circumstances around that conversation. Of course you can't. You cannot. So you would ruin a relationship and have a negative mindset because of what? A bad memory? You can, that's kidding. That, that's crazy. Crazy, crazy. So one, to, get, to start your change, whatever positive change you're looking for, you have to believe in yourself. You have to realize how awesome you are as a human being. You have to empower yourself. Um, I do it by doing a lot of reading, getting coaches around me, getting people that have already gone the path I want to go to give me advice on what I need to do. Believe in the impossible. When someone tells you it's impossible, it's impossible for them because they have a closed mind and a negative mindset. That doesn't mean it's impossible for you. Look for the good in everything that is happening. Even if you're having a bad day, where's the good in it? And then live in the moment. Focus on what you're doing right in front of you. 
Don't worry about the past and don't worry about the future. Focus so what you're doing now is done well and leave doubt behind. You are uniquely you. Do not doubt yourself. And again, just because you fail a couple times at trying a task, you've also learned not how to do that activity and keep moving forward. Remove doubt and move forward. I'm really shocked at when people say something can't be done and I'm standing in front of them and I've already done it. Me and my wife have that happen all the time. And what's amazing is those same people, those Nancys that told you you could not do it or that's crazy or it's too much, will never say, wow, I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Maybe I should change my mindset. You did great. Don't hold your breath waiting for that comment because they will look right at you. They will look at your success. They will look at what came about and you were, you know, prove them wrong and they can't admit it. Those people were locked in their own box or shall I say they're locked in their own cage. Break out of the cage. Don't hang out with those negative Nancys and Karens. Get away from them. And this has been another Fact Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.